friend I'll ever have. What's going on? Nothing. Nothing. It's just this summer really isn't turning out quite the way I planned. This week on All My Children, All My Children takes a turn for the better. And One Light to Live takes a turn off the cliff. All, All this week on the Bye Valley Podcast. And look, you just about a dead Why did you tell me, Angela? Because I've had enough of your arguments, Jesse. We've been doing that. Welcome to the Pine Valley Podcast. I am your host, Ashley Mendoza. Sorry, I was thinking about Carrie and David having a hot sex. Yes. Sorry, I got a little bit. It was very hot. If I get pregnant again, it's because of David and Carrie. Yeah, and I am your co-host, Jordan Hudson. I'm so in love with Lorenzo's arm. Like, I would marry this woman and never do a guy again. I'm getting a woody now just talking about it. Oh, hold on. I'm going to take a break. I got to go vomit. I would be the first one to admit it. I was so wrong. Wrong, 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 I got to wait a minute. I got to take note of the day. Yes, you find it in your heart to let David be. He saved my eyesight. Jesse, I've been waiting for two years to do that. That's not good. I feel cleansed. Welcome to the Pie Valley Podcast. I am your host, Ashley Mendoza. And I'm your co-host, Jordan Hudson. And this is the Pie Valley Podcast for the week ending, well, actually, for September 5th. 2013. Yes, it's very important you put that year in, girl. That's right, it's true. So they, can know, so they know what so year we're podcasting. <laughs> For you three Canadians that are still listening. It's only three months since the last podcast. Less than Two. three. Two months. Before you were telling me, oh my God, it's been like six months. I'm the one that figured it out and said it's only technically been like two months and a couple of weeks. Ay, ay, ay. Well, that doesn't matter because we're here with you now, people. We've, we've been having scheduling problems. She yes. Was, first she was moving and then I was working the shifts from hell at my job. You're still working that goddamn job? Yeah. It's, you know, it's the first time that I've had a, a, a job job in a long time. Like a nine, like not nine to five, but you know what I mean. Like I'm like literally there five days a week. Does it pay better than the unemployment checks? Uh, no, I never collected unemployment. You I, never I just, got unemployment? No, I was just doing gigs I and stuff. I was doing gigs. Three years I got unemployment. Lucky. I thought you could only get unemployment for like six months. They kept it steady. Yeah? I was like, all right. I'll take wow, it. My really? husband was working, but they sent me the checks. I pay my taxes. Yeah, but that's your husband. I know, but I pay my taxes, so. I know, but what I'm saying is that's your husband who's working. That has nothing to do. You need income, too. That's true. You know? It worked nice. You know? It was real nice. Let's put it that way. Girl, I gotta work. I really gotta work. I hear you. That's all I'm I gotta saying. go to work so all those Dominicans that are on welfare can they depend on me. <laughs> oh they God. depend on me. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go to work for all those 10,000 Dominicans oh that are depending on me. <laughs> God. We are, we, are, we are not starting off well. 
Thank God we don't podcast more often. <laughs> you would be lynched by now. Girl, you don't even know what I've been dealing with this summer with these people. I oh want to know. I want to know that, and I want to know about this damn job, because every time you call me, you're bitching and moaning about it. Girl, you hate it. No, I, I don't hate it in the sense, like, like... Like, I love the people that I work with. I work with some fierce people, let me tell you. I love the people. It's a it's a customer service-oriented job, so the people that, like, the clientele can drive me crazy sometimes. Okay. But, like, the staff that I work with, oh, my God, I love all, except for this one nasty queen. I don't like him. But everybody else I really like, they, they, they brought in the manager. I, when I first started, the manager that was there, I was like, she's nuts. But then Is she this, gone? Yeah, she's gone. She's gone? Yeah, she left a month after I got there. So oh. then they brought in this this guy, and, like, he's fabulous. We work well together. I got my wife, my, my work wife there. I love her. All the women that I work with, like the estheticians. I work at a spa, for all you don't know. I need and help. I'm breaking out on my chin. Is it? Come to my spa. They, they practically give the services away. That's Seriously? Girl, that's another thing too. It's like I don't know how this business survives. They like practically get. It's like I, I, you know, it's been a long time since I've been in the spa business. But I used to work for very upscale spas where people were paying like a hundred over a hundred dollars for like a facial or Look massage or something. Look at you, and white people. Every kind of people. Really. I work at a very. I used to work. At, I, I worked at several upscale spas. Now I didn't know there's this thing called Groupon and Living Social and Life yes, and all those the things Groupon. where people are, are like getting services for practically nothing. I am out to dinner and I, I see people on their phone with the Groupon. Groupon. I think I think that destroys the industry. I'm sorry, it does. It's like because because basically nobody's paying full price for anything. Everybody's paying nothing for nothing. Have you taken a look at your local newspaper? What? This economy sucks. I you can't do nothing. That. It's either it's either paying that, cheap yeah, or not going. I know, but people are literally getting away with paying nothing for services but whatever I like that so that you know the but the job is fine it's just it's just it's just the hours have been very you know it constantly changed like last week i was there seven days in a row i missed my whole summer i didn't go to the beach once i didn't get a suntan <laughs> oh once I, you're this, puerto rican you're permatan no girl that's I, look how white i am look how white i am I need his to white tan. is like everybody else is brown girl i always oh wish that i was more than i always oh wanted to be God. darker i was always like 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 that i wanted that golden complexion that dark golden like you have a golden no, complexion I look you're I look puerto like a ghost. rican i look like a ghost oh my god you're so crazy so anyway so then, um, and since I started this job, I have not been able to go out and have a drink. That's Nor have drink. you been able to podcast. Oh, miss. The first <laughs> the first two months, you and your moving hell story, that was That's keeping right. us from podcasting. I had a lot of time. Those first, the first month of summer, I was free, and she was like, she was unreachable. I had a better chance of reaching, like, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West than I had her. But then, then the tables turned, because then yeah, I the couldn't reach turned. you. Yeah, well, And then I called you a drama queen, and you got yeah. mad at me. Yeah, she got that <laughs> she, didn't think, she didn't think I got that text. She was texting Shadow. She goes, you've been a drama queen about getting to... I was like... Uh, kettle, like, oh no, kettle. you did it! I was like, uh, it, that the earrings came off. Falling pop black. That's Hello, right. that's right. So, but wait. So then, um, guess I went out though. Finally, two Saturdays ago, with one of our listeners. No, you didn't. Now, like my my, my new, You didn't tell me new, because we haven't spoken. I call you every time. I told Shadow Shadow. I'm calling him all the time, and he texts me back. He doesn't call me because back because I can't talk where I, I am. Know. You can text, but you can't talk. <laughs> no, I can't talk because texting you like this. You can put it under the table, and you're like, oh my god. So who did you go out with, Miss Erica? Miss Erica Pease, and she lives here in the Bronx near me. Shut up. Nah, she was fabulous, girl. She was. Wait, what is her? What is her? Her screen name. No, that's her real name. Erica you can't Pease. give a real name. 
I don't think she's gonna mind. She's on my Facebook page. Everybody can see her real name. She doesn't right, have Erica. no fake name. Erica, don't sue us, okay? Erica, I hope you don't mind, girl. So, so anyway, so she lives me. Nice to meet you, like, Erica. She lives right. Oh, she's my new BF. Oh and I and let me say that I wasn't gonna go out. I had actually went on Facebook and I said I was at work. This was a Saturday. I was like, hello, I so need a drink because my job was driving me crazy. I said I need a drink tonight. Nobody hit me up. I came back from Facebook. I mean, I came home. It was like 10.30 at night. I was on Facebook. <laughs> and I saw that Erica had posted that she was out somewhere getting liquored up. And I'm like, girl, where are you? I was like, where are you? And then she like, I am me. Because I didn't think she was going to respond. Because I didn't know, you know, like, I know that you, you, you young kids can be on your Facebook when you're on your phone out and about. Like, not me. If I'm not home They can type computer, a novel on a text. I know. If I'm, not, if I'm not at home, I'm not on my, com- you know, if I'm not at home on the computer, I'm not on Facebook or anything. You know, I'm unreachable. So I was surprised when she am me, I am me back. And she was like, hey, boo. Boo. Yeah. And I said, she's no, calling she, you she boo. Come, I was just joking. She didn't come. Oh, boo. my But she's God. like, she said, I'm at this place, this place. And at first I'm like, it's, you know, because I haven't been going out. So I was like, oh, my God, but it's like 1030. And, you know, that. And he's old. Let me. I'm, Erica, were you surprised uh, at how no, old Jordan is? I'm not he's old. very old. I'm how old is old. she? What I'm not age old. range is she? She's, she's, she's not that much younger than me, but she's not. Wait, no, wait. 30. She's in her 30s. I'm not going to. You don't tell a lady's age. Is she That's in her tacky. 20s? No, 20s huh. and 30s is beautiful age. So you could tell that. But she's somewhere in that vicinity. So you old. Was she surprised? First of all, Erica, I'm were you not surprised? old. Why do you keep saying that? I'm just saying. A, I have no children. Oh, B. That don't make you old because I know some 16-year-olds <laughs> no, that got children. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. That does make you old. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids age you, girl. Don't be saying that. I got a, some bags under my eyes right me now. And little, me and little Lourdes. Me and little, you know little Lourdes. I my friend little Lourdes. Lourdes. Me and little Lourdes were out here one day hanging out because she came in front of my building. We were hanging out in, in, the, in, the, in her car. And we were catching up and stuff. And this girl that we went to school with was coming in because she, you know, they, they have those Dominican nurseries in my building. So she was coming in and like Lourdes sees her and she's like, and you know, Lourdes, I love Lourdes. She's like ghetto Puerto Rican. So she leans over, her. she leans over me and she bangs in the window and then she opens it up. She's like, Ellen, Ellen, what's up, girl? How you doing? Oh my God, mama, you look fabulous. Oh my God, mama, it's been so long. What you doing around here? And Evelyn was like, oh, nothing. I'm going to, you know, pick up my kids. They're in the nursery. And, and Lourdes was like, all right, mama, you take care of yourself. You look good. It's all right. It's good seeing you. And then she comes out. She goes, see? She goes, see, Jordan? That's what kids do to you. But what she looks like she's 80. She goes, we look fabulous and we look way younger than we are because we don't have no kids. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's true, girl. It's true. That is not very nice. You do look fabulous. You're right. You can say that I'm old, but you know what? I'm nowhere near old. I look fabulous, girl. Fine. I look fabulous. That's why all those 18-year-olds are still hitting on me. Well, then you're saying that me and Shadow are old. That's what you're saying. No, I'm just saying that kids age you. That's all. Fine, they do. I agree with that. I got no no (laughs) issue with that because it's really really true. Look Kardashian. She's, that ain't true. She just had a baby. I know, and she looks ancient. That's not true. And that blonde it hair, until that blonde you have hair, a year or two of those. That blonde hair does not help. Oh, she did blonde hair? You haven't seen the photo? I'm oh, upset she looks because I love the brown hair. She Why the hell are we talking about Kim Kardashian? Oh. I want to talk about the show. Wait, wait, I want to talk I mean, about Erica. We got to call Shadow. Wait, so Erica and me hung out. We had a blast. Erica was fabulous. I had... 
I haven't had this much fun and so I can't even remember how long. You know what? And I didn't meet a boy. I didn't meet a boy. All we did was just chill. We we bar hopped. We we lucked out that at the two bars that I I normally go to, my bartenders were working, so we got the hookup. I haven't had drinks in so long. I was wasted. At the last bar we were at, I ran into the lawyer that that hurt me last summer. Don't you know that he was trying to talk to me? And get this, get this. Not only was he trying to talk to me, but he didn't even remember my name. And then he was with somebody who I thought, bitch. I thought like was his boyfriend, but he says, no, that's just my friend. And his friend was there with this blonde girl, gorgeous blonde girl, young blonde girl. And so at one point, like, I'm seeing her looking at me and I'm like, why is she staring at me? So then, like, he tells the, the guy that I, I was with last summer, he goes, oh, his, that's his roommate. She wants to know if you're straight. And I looked at him and I said, you're an idiot. Did I not sleep with you last? Why? Why? <laughs> why? So it seems, that he, it seems that she was interested in me. So see, Erica's proof that's positive. Funny. Erica's my proof positive because she was with me that the whole night we were there, no guys hit at me. But the only person that was interested in me was this girl. Only girls, like question, only girls like me. I got to ask you a question? But I got to... I'm, I'm hoping me and Erica are going to go out again soon. I hope you take him out again, Erica. So I hope she likes me. That's really like, nice. You gave I, him I a don't nice know if she was being polite. Out. She said she had fun. We, then we, took the, we took the train home together. That was even better. We took the train home together. I thought you said it was in the neighborhood. Why are you taking a train? No, girl, we don't hang out in the Bronx. I said she lives near me in the Bronx. We don't hang out in the Bronx. There's no better hang out in the Bronx. There's no bars or any culture in the Bronx. Fine. Fine. Unless you want to go to a chimichurri truck. Thank you, Erica, for cheering my man. Jordan Hudson up. <laughs> I'm jealous of you. You actually got to spend time with him this summer. Okay, so let's talk about the soaps. <clears throat> let's. Well, let's talk about the big news. The big news. The big news is news. that yet again, PP Productions never fails. Come on, don't know. That's bullshit. To, That's bullshit. They, tell them exactly what happened. They have not they have they just, the production on one life to live just announced, until this goddamn lawsuit no. is over. That's their excuse for why they're halting production on one life. It's not to an live. excuse. It is an excuse. It's not. It is an excuse. I'm going to tell you why. Why? Why? Why do you think I railed and railed and railed about them deciding to embark on a lawsuit against ABC a freaking behemoth of a corporation that has on staff lawyers that they don't even have to pay why do you think i railed on that because it takes so much money away from the productions that they don't freaking right. have i understand that but that's it not really what they're saying does. they that's are not, saying that they're, they're saying not, until the lawsuit is settled no they're not saying that the reason that they can't do it is because of money but it's they're true making, no if you read the article which you did not read they're making it seem that the reason I they're holding production... I usually rely on phone conversations with you <laughs> to bring me up to speed. They're, the article makes it seem that the reason they're holding production is because of the fact that the legal battle is over One Night to Live characters. That for some legal reason, they can't go forward with One Night to Live because they're in some legal battle with character rights or whatever with ABC. That's not the reason that they're halting production. They're halting production because they don't have enough money to do both shows. I'm calling Shadow. And that's what the problem Shadow is. Shadow will tell us that's exactly. That's why I'm pissed at them. Because yet again, they can't be honest and just say, hey, we, we don't know what we're doing. We're mismanaging everything. We're mismanaging everything so badly that now we can only produce one of the shows. Hello, this is Shadow. <sighs> Shadow, we're in an argument. 
I'm calling our legal you expert. Are. Yes, we're in an argument because Jordan is saying that their whole thing shows simply because of money, and I'm saying that there may be some truth to the excuse about this bullshit lawsuit that they're in with ABC. We're sorry to interrupt you on your route as a post office mailman <laughs> delivery, so I know you're in between houses right now. He's in between houses, but he's on, he's off he's got his little little truck that he drives, so yeah, he's so fine. You can take a break. You can take a little break at the Jones's house. The Smiths can wait. I appreciate it. I am sitting late for the Pine Belly podcast. I've left the university, and now I'm in the middle of a ghetto. I don't know where I am. (laughs) (laughs) In my car, which is the way that we do it, right? That's right. That's exactly how we do Uh, it. I'm glad you're in the spirit of the whole thing. So there you go, right? So So what? I may break here in a minute because I am getting close to my office. But uh, I, how did you ever know, right? With these guys. you know, initially we all assumed the worst. We jumped to conclusions, and then they turn around, and, and we end up being half right, half wrong, and they pull, you know, some rabbit out of their hat, like the Oprah airings or whatever. But at the end of the day, um, my analysis of their lawsuit and this whole excuse, I think it changed over time a little bit. But basically, it's all about leverage. I don't think they ever filed that lawsuit necessarily to win anything in terms of a legal proceeding or huge legal victory. It's all about a concession to make one or both of those productions work. And I just think from the get-go, whether it was self-preservation or whatever ABC's intent may have been, they didn't play ball. Prospect Park wanted a concession to get production underway. They had to have, they had a deadline they had to be under production by, which I think was part of the reason why they were rushing, and ABC said no. And then I think they turned around and hoped that maybe they could get a break on a licensing fee, and ABC said no. I don't know if it was to, you know, protect the two and and worrying about all my children and one life to live affecting those audiences for those shows or what at that time, but ABC didn't play ball. And I think that it just slowly disintegrated into a pissy match, which I think that these guys at Prospect Park are sort of known for, and kind of there. And now I think it's, I think it's still largely the same thing. I think now you know certain assumptions that they made about their revenue model didn't work out. Uh, more, I don't think produced any revenue whatsoever, and you know things like that. And so now they've kind of amped that back up, and they're working the numbers to show damages, and hopefully get a concession that will make one or both of those shows continue to work. So it's really more about leverage, something that they're after, more than I think it is they really are trying to convince anybody that hope and uh, whatever, the, whoever that drove off the cliff killed those shows. But so I'm, I, my head is exploding with facts and figures right now, Shadow. you got to bring me back because I, I don't remember all of the pre-story before all these dumbass bullshit lawsuits. All I know... The only thing I know is that uh, ABC, uh, Prospect Park was pissed at ABC because ABC went ahead and ran ahead with characters that Prospect Park, I thought, owns and created storylines that made it impossible for Prospect Park to figure out a way to work those characters into oh, their storylines. my God. Am I wrong about that? Yes, you because... Know, here, here's really, I think... Let Shadow explain. I mean, there's... I think it's... I think they sort of invented that. I think... 
in my head, it kind of goes like this: the conversation. But start from the beginning, like, Shadow. Ahead. Start from the beginning because I don't, I don't even remember about this whole licensing and issues, halting production, all this shit. Sure. What did they need from ABC once they bought the shows? Why? What did they need from ABC to get started? Well, I think that they initially paid the license fee, right, to to have the right to do it, and then for whatever reason. Um, things fell apart, and they backed off for a while where they worked out their financing. Then they had another license renewal come up that they had to pay, and they didn't have all their shit worked out. Um, they probably didn't have all their money together or their uh, whatever the case, whatever was missing. They weren't ready yet, and I, but I think that they had to be – they had to, a due date for that payment, and the other requirement was that they had to actually be in production. And if they weren't in production, if they didn't make that license fee payment, then it would have reverted back to ABC. Exactly. So I think that's where the rush to start came from. But the my, see my so main I, shadow my main problem with that the original story is that they went ahead and started suing ABC for using those characters. But again, Prospect Park allowed them to use those damn characters. So I I still don't understand how they think that they have some kind of legal right to sue ABC when they themselves gave ABC the permission to use those characters. How then can a, they be well, mad at ABC the, about that? They allowed them right. to. I they think, allowed them to. I, they, I mean, they're inventing, you keep in mind, they're inventing something that, you know, has some credibility, although practically, like you say, what, what is it really worth? They're inventing a legal argument and, and like a breach of contract issue to further their argument to get some sort of concession. Exactly. I mean, that's why you file lawsuits sometimes. But what's it's the not concession, the, Shadow? I don't understand. What's the concession? Money. They want money from ABC. To say, what? So they because, can afford yeah, to produce they the want, shows. They want to break the payment up into different amounts over the course of the year or lessen the payment or something. So when I think they asked the question, ABC said no, they just got in this conversation, in my head anyway, that disintegrated into, what do you mean you're not going to give us a concession? What, what have you got to lose? You f***ing took our characters and killed two Ooh, people. After you people Shadow, we don't swear at all. Oh, my God. We're, we're, we're on the internet now like all my children so we could swear. All right, fine. Clean it up, so, Shadow. So Clean Shadow, it up. So, Shadow, let me does ask that make, you. Does let, that make sense? Yes. Now, Shadow, let me ask you another question. Are you familiar with what's going on this week? No, but wait. Wait, wait. I want to finish this because ba-da, I ba-da, don't ba-da. understand. Ashley... If we spend as much time trying to explain things that you don't because, understand, we'll be on this podcast for hours. Let's boil this down. <laughs> it's still, in my humble hey, estimation... Ashley. Yes. Okay, Hello. I'm actually in my office, and I'll have a better connection if I call you back So on my landline. So let me do that real quick. All right, bye. Never mind. I thought he was cute, but he's not. That was interesting. I'm frustrated. Because I still think Shadow... Talk, to your, talk to your man. <laughs> Everything's going over her head. I, see, mommy brain. she becomes a mommy and nothing. I and really she like, do. You said you were frustrated. So I said, don't talk to me. Talk to your man. I'm you don't get it? Insane. Okay, fine. In, 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 assuming that you were sexually frustrated. You don't, it went right over your head. You don't that get it. That was a long way to go for a joke. No, right. it wasn't. I thought it was hysterical. It was perfect timing. <laughs> Erica, where are you when I need you, Erica? Erica Peeks. Peeps. Oh, Peeps. Get this. Erica's half Puerto Rican, half Dominican. <laughs> 
Dominican part of her hate you? Huh? Does the Dominican part of her hate you? No, she was fabulous. She does this all like in just sort of. Hold on. <laughs> so, so where are we now? I'm frustrated because I sort of understand, but what I I really want to boil it down to the nuts and bolts for our viewers. And the nuts and bolts are, and I'm gonna get you in trouble, Shadow, because I know those Prospect Park people love you. But the nuts and bolts of it are that they are freaking drama queens at the top. And I feel like this was such an egotistical, dumb, long shot way. The networks reign here. If they say you don't get this or you get that, that's just how it freaking goes. I know enough people to know that that is the case. If they, they will look you in the eye and say, you don't get shit, we get it. You don't get this money from this royalty. We get it. You don't get this from that. We get it. Have a great one. Go like make that, my you show. Like Anti Oprah. No, it's true. It's how you they work. You don't get work. it, and you don't get it, and you don't get they it. They don't. That's how they work. So who <laughs> the f? Who <laughs> the f was Prospect Park to think they were gonna get shit from anybody? Go freaking make a good show. And they actually, in my humble opinion, have started to make better shows. I even think One Life to Live has some great freaking moments. Moments. It's about I moments. Actually, you know. It- Go ahead. When we had a podcast, I don't know, a couple months ago. June 17, 2013. When this all came up, you know, I was a little argumentative with you two about it, about the contract part of that, and, you know, really just picking apart the legal analysis and who really had the better way to stand on. And, and Bruce, now I was a little brittle all, with you. <laughs> well, now that we've come, you know, to this point, looking back at it, I actually, I think you're completely right. <gasps> I think that there's, I think you're right. I think you can actually, you know, pick the contract apart. You can analyze it legally and come out to certain opinions about it. But at the end of the day, you're right. I mean, it's what David and Goliath, they should have let those characters go. Um, and it was kind of stupid. I think, though, that they stupidly thought they were going to get it back, and they didn't have those conversations early enough in their planning process, and it just completely threw One Life to Live off course. You know, it's pretty clear. They didn't have stories together. Um, they didn't know who was coming back for a while, and then they spent way too much time trying to make it work with Todd and Victor. Um, and at the end of the day, when all was said and done, it just totally threw the production. To the extent that I don't even think they knew who they could put in their opening intro because I'm telling you, that is the worst piece of crap I have ever seen. Honestly, that intro yeah. with those people dancing is Ooh. humiliating. Woo! And, and, you know, no offense to Snoop Lion or whatever the frick his name is, it was it was a horrible choice. I think they did it for the, like, the sensational wow celebrity factor of it. But that intro music is the worst. And I have to say... I don't think it's that bad. I think it's terrible. I think it's terrible because there's no heart to it. It's like, okay, it's cool and hip, but there's no heart to it. And that's what I love about the All My Children song. When, when Tad came back at the last episode and then it followed up with that All My Children theme, I got... I got emotional. It touched me. There's no heart to that intro, none at all. Getting back to legal things, Shadow, did you hear the latest on Prospect Park with One Life to Live? Which part? The fact that they just announced, uh, I think two days ago, that they're halting production on One Life to Live and they're blaming it on the lawsuit. And me and Ashley were arguing about that because she's saying that the reason that they're, like, I read the article and, and, and not once in that article... Did the truth come out that the fact that they're holding production 
is because they just don't have the money to produce both soaps. They make it seem like the reason that they're halting production on One Life to Live is because they're in legal battle with ABC over the One Life to Live characters and all that. But that's not the real... ABC is not halting them from doing... No, nobody's stopping them from using One Life to Live or the characters because if that was the case, then they wouldn't have been able to do One Life to Live this first go-around. They're halting production well, because they I, just don't have the money. That's the basic thing. I think you're right. But, it, but I think it's the same thing. I think that, you know, that lawsuit is a tool for them. But they don't, I don't think they believe, and they don't expect anybody to believe that the death of Cole and Hope, you know, dramatically affected their ratings. But I think that now that they've got that lawsuit on file, I think they keep thinking they're going to settle somehow with ABC and get a concession to allow them to keep going. And now they've got some data that maybe they can massage. But at the end of the day, you're right. I mean, that whole article, and I've read it so many times trying to figure out the angle, you know, there's no quote around the word sell. So you wonder, did Jeff actually say that... Jeff Quatinitz, head of Prospect Park. I want to hear what he says. Say it again, Shadow. I'm just yeah. clarifying. Jeff Quatinitz, head of Prospect Park. What would you just say? Say it again. He said, well, in that article that says, in the LA Times, it says that one last of it has been shelved. But it's not a direct quote from him. It's sort of their summation of it. So... I'm sort of surprised that they haven't said anything to anybody at all, officially or otherwise, about what that meant. No, um, but Robin so Strasser. Robin, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Shad. Robin Strasser has been tweeting through the hills and uh, that she's that she's anxiously awaiting the news that they're just on hold apparently until this thing is. Yeah, settled. but but we all know that they're they've all even our beloved Robin has been like. And Robin usually had no problem speaking out against ABC and even Frank and Ron and the way they wrote her off. For some reason, Robin right. is is not speaking out against them, and I'm surprised because she's always, you know, spoken outspoken and truckable. Because dude. she but none understands of these stars, why. No, no, yes. Ashley, I'm sorry, no. I don't agree with you. you. I don't no, agree no, with no. you. You don't think she understands at this point? It cannot serve her at all if she bat, continues to badmouth ABC. If she wants her show on the air, she needs this freaking lawsuit. I'm not saying and any that, bad blood she puts into the air is not, not going to be good for her show. I'm not saying she's brilliant. And I'm she, not, she sees. I'm not saying. That you got a bad mouth ABC. I'm saying you got to be realistic and honest about the fact that Prospect Park is bullshit. They came to her and, and said, nobody, Robin, just do us stars. a favor. We only can come back if we get this shit settled. So please, we're just asking, can you See, please hold it for a little I'm bit? Sorry. And she's saying yes, because I love maybe, Prospect Park and I love the well, show. You know, and maybe I'm Debbie Downer, but I have a feeling that What I Need to Live isn't coming back. I have a feeling that this is just an excuse that, that, that Prospect Park is running and the only reason they're running with all my children over one I to live is the Numbers. same reason that no is the same reason that ABC will always favor all my children over one I to live. All my children is a name. One Light to Live isn't. The numbers have to be better for it, all my children for them it, to keep it. The, the numbers were never, better. No, the numbers people, were no 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 the numbers were better for One Light to Live than all my children even online. That's what makes no sense. Uh, the last time the no, last they were that's not true. Thank that isn't you. true. The That's last time numbers true. were not the no. last time I saw there were, there ratings. Was, the a last time the last time I saw ratings, one I live was higher than on my children. I never saw that. The last they time went I saw back it, and forth. They went back and forth and toe to toe for a while, and then one life to live did start to wane. Really crapped. Really um, crapped the bed. But the point is that all my children is still a name product, where one life to live is, and that was always ABC's but content that, with but all you, my children but too. You are applying, People know all my children. But you're applying ABC and network logic to an uh, struggling online venue. 
and online is struggling so hard that you don't go you you live and die by your numbers so they are not going to put amc on if the numbers were better from one life to live there's no way they're going to do it they can literally cannot afford to do that it's not an option so what was frustrating to me what's frustrating to me is that I do believe to an extent where Jordan doesn't agree with me to an extent I do believe that this lawsuit does hurt production because it does shadow you tell me I've been in a freaking lawsuit it cost so much freaking money I had to hire this hack ghetto lawyer who charged me like a flat fee and like ch- charged me basically a percentage of whatever actually, we got for us. That's what I'm saying. I understand. So what I'm saying is, is that this lawsuit is good for nobody. So that's my point. I hate it and I think it's dumb. I dumb know, but decisions. you're not you're not understanding what I'm saying. I'm not saying that the money is not costing them. What I'm saying is that's not what they're saying in the article. If you read it, they are. the article is not saying that it's money issues. They're putting the blame on the fact that the the, the lawsuit is keeping them from using one light to live. That's that's what they're saying in the okay. article. Go ahead, Shadow. Let me show you that. But let me let me end it right. You're actually both right. Yeah. I think that All My Children actually is the brand name. People can dispute that and argue back and forth. But, you know, that's the one that has worked its way into lexicon. So there's a value of goodwill there that factors in. More than anything, though, I think Ashley's correct that it is a numbers game. And for whatever reason, you know, All My Children's numbers just worked out better. The production's a little bit easier. They've got a little bit more behind-the-scenes talent, people who can multitask. I think those things just have worked out more favorably for it. But at the end of the day, um, that's what Ashley said. Actually, um, she's kind of proven the point. It, 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 there's a nuisance value to this lawsuit. When two parties – but here's the catch. When two parties of equal stature sue each other, um, or you know, even if they're a little bit disparate – there's a value to settling. You know, nobody, you, you have to look at it and say, okay, how much is it going to cost me? What can I do to settle this versus pay to litigate this all the way, which is going to be horribly expensive? I think, in their mind, it's got into this pitching match contest, and of course the guys at Prospect Park think, oh, well, we'll just take it to the fans, and then we'll file suit, and we'll put that out there, and you're not going to want that. Uh, that's something you've got to disclose, and it's ugly for everybody, and it's a waste of money, but you were talking ABC and Disney versus Prospect Park. I mean, there's not. They're going to have to do a whole lot of litigating and deposing and discovery. I mean, they could do that all day long and not make a dent on ABC's balance sheet, right? right. There's just no way to win that one. It was a, it's a stupid argument and a waste of resources. I understand where they're coming from in normal business that applies, but when you're talking about the difference in these two companies, there's just no way it's going to turn out favorably for Prospect Park. That's my point, and you said it beautifully. And I understand what you're saying, Jordan. I, I do. I hear what you're saying. And and I think they do have to massage the story a bit for the public consumption. You know what I'm saying? But but at the end of the day, yeah, I just, I'm just frustrated by it. Back, but, but it goes back to what the, I was saying. See, going my, back to Jordan's point, what I think where Jordan is making a great valid point is that that article, it almost was written by somebody from Prospect Park, you know, because it talks about all their challenges that they've had. Um you know, with the fans and with ABC and getting the actors back, and it kind of makes their case. That That is the Prospect Park case. When they, I mean, they have to keep saying that to people in order to give their lawsuit any sort of legs or validity for the nuisance value that they want to cause so they can work some sort of a settlement out. So, yeah, everybody's caught up arguing about whether or not it's true and whether or not those characters really made any difference or not. 
and I don't even know that Prospect Parks believes it. They just think that having that lawsuit out there will help them get some sort of a confession. Look, my That's my all it's about. My thing is, I would have more respect for them if I looked at the article and the article said, you know what? Because we're in the midst of this lawsuit, we don't have enough money to do both shows, and we're doing all my children. That's the truth. Not that there's some kind of legal issue that is preventing them from doing one night to live. That article I read, and it made it seem as if the reason that they couldn't go forward with one night to live is because they're in some kind of legal battle with ABC over one night to live, and that's not the case. That's what my problem with this well, whole thing know, is. That's not the case. My biggest criticism of them has been that they have terrible public relations when it comes to these events. Yes, they never really absolutely. say anything. They just come out with something after the fact or some new There's thing always, It's always somebody else's fault. It's always somebody else. With Prospect Park, it's always, there's always a reason for, for what's going down except for the main reason, which is that they never take blame for themselves. They never put the blame where it belongs on themselves. You know what? We did wrong. We don't know what we're doing. This is something new. We're making mistakes. They never own up to anything. They, they, they never can, own up to they anything. They can't. They're in the middle of a lawsuit. What are they gonna they say? They never. They never own up to anything. When the they whole can. thing went Nobody down with no when, when the whole thing went always... down with Connecticut and the crew, they never. They, I, well, I'm sorry. I disagree. I have more respect when people can say, "Hey, you know what?" But they are people. They're a corporation. They're a company. They're running a business. I have more respect. They look. It. The bottom you line. They have, but... The bottom line is that th- these two shows could have been so much better. So much, so successful. If only they would have owned up from the beginning and realized, you know what, we're in over our heads. Let's get people that know what they're doing. They would and never that's what they, that's, succeed. That's, they don't have the they, leadership at the top, in my humble they, opinion, to succeed. They should have put people in charge. They knew what they were doing. They were, they were, they were in charge of everything, and they made boneheaded decisions. And and the reason that one night to live, I'm sorry, I'm, I know I'm far behind. And while I'll admit You're that... You're far behind. You have no I, right to say anything about it. I have a lot of rights because I have seen a lot of the episodes. He's seen episodes live, of the 40. One Night to Live did get a little bit better when I continued watching it. I still enjoy All My Children more as a whole. And the, the bottom line is that with One Night to Live, they made a lot of mistakes. Trying to be too young, trying to be too hip, trying... I don't even know what, what you know... The whole reason you watch soaps is what's going on in All My Children, not what's going on. I don't want to see these clubs, these club storylines. So much of that takes up One Night to Live in that show. I mean, there were a lot of decisions that were made. I mean, the fact that there's no diversity, here's your chance. You're on the internet. You don't have to there's answer no the ABC. There's no diversity on One Life to Live? No, I'm saying there's no diversity as a whole on the soap, on, on either one, especially All My Children. I don't agree with that. I, I mean, just I because you have Jesse and Angie, that's not diversity. What no, I'm talking AMC about... is not diverse. One what what I'm diverse. talking about is having... Having everything, the broad spectrum, having gay characters, lesbian characters, having characters of all nationality, I'm still seeing the same old, same old on both shows. You know what? You know, y'all, what about this, though? I think, first of all, just real quick about that lawsuit. I don't even think they spent that much money on the lawsuit so far. Anybody can file a lawsuit for like $225 and the filing fee. I'm going to file a lawsuit then. I want to file a lawsuit on somebody. I know. Yeah, absolutely. Now to litigate it is expensive, can. and and that's where you that's where you hang your hat. I just don't think they have the money. I'm gonna get two hundred twenty five dollars and, and do a lawsuit. Who can I sue? Don't do it. It sucks. I'm telling you. I <laughs> told you. It's, it's I told you when. If you have to go to trial. I told I'm gonna, you. I'm gonna sue. I'm gonna sue Prospect Park for emotional damages. For damages to my eyeballs. To damages to my, my heart eyeballs for what have they been did seared. To to but what I've had to see on that <laughs> screen. <laughs> if you read. If, 
if you reach out to the fans, though, like they did, this is where I get frustrated with them, you know, and and you want them to join you online in this new exciting adventure, and they do, and then you just can't release a – I mean, it's been three days, and there's not a word from TLLN or from Prospect Park. How does that make people feel? Is it TLLN? Yeah, and then there's so much speculation about – and no, there's no word from them. And then there's so much speculation. I mean, even in that even that L.A. Times article, he didn't really – they just kind of recapped old interviews and whatever. He didn't really say anything. And then, and then now it's been like three days and there's no word. The stars are clearly under some gag order or something because no one's really talking. And, and fans are just speculating all kinds of things, you know, some of which may be true, some may not be. But nobody knows facts from fiction. The truth is – from what I hear, rumor is that the One Life to Live cast was generally not surprised by this, that they've known that it was coming for a month or so, and that they have all been told to pursue other projects if they Ooh. want to. So Same. One Life to Live, Same. I don't know if it's coming back one way or the other. I, look, all my children hanging by threads. And i got to tell you this, too. When they announced that they were halting production, they claim that that was always the plan. That's what they said. Now, how could that always be the plan when you originally were supposed to be doing four episodes a week and only only like a couple of weeks before you announced this thing did you decide to cut the episodes down? So, see, this is my problem with Prospect Park. They lie about everything. And they promised, when they went on hiatus, they promised that both shows would be going back into production in August. Guess what? It's September, and neither show's back in production, and now we're finding out that One Light to Live is not even going to be coming back, at least right now. It's shelved. Only All My Children. And then they're saying they're working on All My Children's scripts now. This is a soap opera. You're supposed to have a Bible. You're supposed to be going forward. You mean to tell me that these writers only wrote up until this, and they don't know what they're doing after that with these characters? See, this is what I'm talking about. It's like mismanagement. They don't know what they're doing. This gets me upset. This gets me frustrated. They're liars. This is why I've never supported PP Productions. This is why I stopped talking about both shows on Facebook because I was getting annoyed. I love you, listeners. But were you guys on yeah, Facebook so that were defending watching? them? This is why you got. You know why I stopped watching. You know, watching. a lot of people... Why did you stop watching? Really I don't have this. time. It's bullshit. You have I, time for shows I, you love. No, no. I'm behind on all my God. shows. I haven't seen the last five episodes of Scandal. I haven't seen the last five episodes of Grease. And I'm behind, Ashley, on everything. We do a podcast on the show and you don't watch the damn huh? show. Because it's on the like internet. I don't like watching shows on the internet. All when right. I was watching it on OWN, I watched four episodes of One Night to Live on OWN. They were so much enjoyable on OWN. More I, I don't know why. I liked but it on OWN. Yeah, I, like, the I fact that it. I was seeing it, was it on my on TV, I didn't it see looked it. better on the big screen than it did on the... You, see, you, you saw it too, Shadow, right? It looked better on OWN. Yeah. It looked, it was all, they it looked a mean, different world. It looked less lonesome. It, no, it looked, it looked less tacky on OWN. I don't know why. I don't know why seeing it on... Did they have beds? Did they have beds on I don't know why seeing it on the TV made it look better. I, even the storylines that I didn't like, I was able to enjoy more when I was I watching it I got so it sick of watching Todd and Blair make love on a couch. It was depressing. Oh, my God. There was no bed sets. Does anybody have a bedroom on these shows That's anymore? Really except true. for AJ, who never uses it? Except for, except for, what's his name, Zach, who has a girly bed. Did you see his girly bed? It was like a gray, white. <laughs> I did. I thought the same thing. he got a girly bed. God I damn. haven't caught up to that. I haven't caught up to that. So, 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 shut up. Ooh, what is that? Oh, 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 Shadow, how are you for time? 
That's so nasty. Huh? How are you for time? Oh my god. I'm fine. All right. What is she wearing? Well, so I guess if you haven't seen that, then you didn't see Heather jump on top of AJ and her. Oh my god! Don't tell me that. Shadow, don't tell me that. Oh my god. Okay. I don't. Heather, I don't want to see oh my, my beautiful AJ defiled by that that thing. Oh my god. AJ. I hate her AJ is so, so much. Cool. See, I this is exactly what I'm talking her. about. It's diversity. So Why couldn't Heather be Asian or black or anything other than this buck tooth? AJ and I both love the Beatles. It's so She's cool. She's so Bianca. annoying. I can't stand her. I, I really can't Can you can't imagine AJ and I both love the Beatles? I mean, who would have thought we both love the Beatles? I can't stand her. <laughs> I really can't stand her. She's. She, oh my, oh, I can't stand her. But do you love some Bianca and some AJ? Because I love me some Bianca and AJ. AJ or JR? Oh, you mean Miranda and AJ, right? Miranda, sorry, not Bianca. See, she might be watching them, but she don't know what she's watching. right. (laughs) Bianca, Miranda, same shit to me. (laughs) Did it feel like to you guys, did it feel like to you guys that... I mean, like, clearly... No spoilers! I haven't got to the end, Shadow. I haven't got to the end. Shut up! You're on the Pineapple Podcast. Suck it up. Go ahead, Shadow. Don't ruin shit for me. Ugh. Go ahead, Shadow. Didn't you... Didn't it kind of start to feel like that they just... They had filmed a whole bunch of stuff up front, and they just started creatively editing it together... They didn't really do a whole lot of writing and, and shooting towards the end. It just started to feel like they were kind of putting things together as best they could to make a story. Well, like, like the way that let, Zach and Leah, they were hot, then they were cold, well, then all of a sudden. Yeah, but you know, the problem The problem with Zach and Leah, though, was the fact that she got pregnant. She's pregnant in real life. Yeah, I know. They had to change things. Now, but let me ask you this, because you guys, you guys, you're already caught up to the I'm end, right? I'm caught up, too. Shadow, mm-hmm. you there? You're, yeah, cut, up, up. you're cut up to the end. See, I'm in the mid the mid section. Did you guys notice if the last few episodes of the last couple of weeks were written by the new head writers? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so the new head writer that could also be the problem That's with the show right, is that there the was a transition in head writers. The shit was crap and the shit wasn't working and they needed some real I, I haven't seen I know that you claimed that you you saw a, a big change. Maybe that's when the new head writers I saw came on. Did saw, you, did you listen, look to see that I was the new head writers? I didn't look, but listen, because I never watched those credits and shit. But, but, but Shadow's What are we talking about? Uh, we're talking about AMC. Well, I think there was a change. Well, in both both, both but, shows had changed. Let's concentrate on AMC because there was definitely a change to me. And I think I think from a, I think there were two things. I think from a production standpoint, this on location shit and all these other grand ideas they might have had had to fall by the wayside. So they had to have smaller scenes. But I actually think for me that helped it because there was a lot more heart in some of the later shows and some of the later scenes. Like I saw really really good glimpses of our all, all my children. And I will make a statement. I'm going to make a statement right here, and you're going to be blown away. The new JR, ten times better than the old JR. He knows that character. He is that character. He has got the bite and the rage of that character in his loins, in his freaking loins, and I love him. I love him. I think he's awesome. And his scenes with AJ, what do you think, Shadow? His scenes with AJ have me riveted because they're so truthful. AJ is so angry, and rightfully so, at his father for the shit that he's done and the shit that he continues to do. He's on steroids that he stole from his damn son. That is insanity. That was a great... It was a great See, scene. that was a great storyline. They took something topical like yep. the steroid thing, and they, but it wasn't like the focus of everything like no, that sex right. crime story was. And Ugh. so the actors and the and the exposition, I mean the 
the discourse between them is fantastic. Some of the underlying storylines are just sickening, like that sex stuff. But yeah, AJ and JR, they had it going on. Because they were smart about it, actually. They they went for the meaning of that choice as opposed to the actual choice and making it an after school special, which I freaking hate. I hate after school special storylines. So I really appreciated that. I'm really appreciating Kara, even though I don't I don't love her character, I don't love her. I respect her as an actress and I respect the commitment that she's got. I think the whole hiding the kid storyline is weird. I don't understand Shadow. How is she hiding Oliver? How is Oliver not calling her mommy in front of David? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. There's no way you know, a four year old like, kid there's Opal, no way Opal a kid would. Yeah, there's is there any Opal way a kid her. Right. Oh, right, okay. So I don't I don't and, understand and, but that. nobody else does. I don't understand yeah, that. You know, yeah. so that's a little weird, but whatever. I I like those interactions and I really, really, really like because I freaking hate the new Kobe. But I there's things I like about her and I really, really like her relationship with Cassandra. I really think it's really grounding to that character and I really like some of the moments that they've had. And I think that's I think that stuff is really good and, and now they're starting to deal with the end the ramifications, the meaning, the freaking meaning of what happened to Cassandra. Because that whole storyline was such a big bunch of freaking horse shit. It just drove me nuts every time I turn on the TV to watch that freaking storyline. And Jordan is bored as a No, it's not that I'm bored. It's because you haven't I, watched I it. haven't watched it. I can't, I can't comment. I don't know what, what I haven't gotten up to that. Well, you know, what I what, what I got I'm, up what I got up to When you said this podcast about this in November of 2014? What I got up to, I will say that I think they blew the chance to really do something powerful by not allowing Cassandra to have contracted HIV and dealing with that. I told Ashley before because I knew before what was going to happen to Cassandra. And I said, why can't they make it be that she's HIV positive? Why can't they make it more topical, more realistic? Why can't they use this history of all my children when Angie was a doctor and she diagnosed Cindy and she dealt with this when, when, when people were still very ignorant about it? I thought that would have been something coming for. Instead, she's pregnant. Really? Honestly, well, she like, had what, an abor- is, she had what an is this? 1964. She had an abortion, though. And again, yes. all my children did that with Erica, and it was the first abortion of t- like daytime. Like, like, like it's b- that's been done. Like, no, that, but you're that's not, not done a lot. You're not treading you don't see ground. A lot of abortions on TV. You're so. not treading ground. General Hospital just did it with Lulu a few years ago. It's it that I think it would have been more powerful if Cassandra would have been HIV positive, and they would have been dealing with that. I was a little pissed off that powerful. Angie didn't want her to have the termination. I'm telling you. I, not, you know, I don't want to make this a political discussion, but what mother wants to see their daughter have the baby of a rapist? I mean, as far as Kobe, the stuff that I saw, I was expecting a lot worse because you hated her from the get-go. I, I mean, I definitely She's think... She's gotten better. I definitely She's gotten more think, I definitely think that part of the problem is, for at least the, the episodes that I've seen, there's definitely... I don't want to say that the writing was bad for Kobe. I just think that we had a five-year gap and there wasn't enough, and this this goes hand in hand with the fact that these shows are being written so fast. You know that there's a lot I think of, it, and I think there there's a lot of things that are missing, a lot of beats that are missing in between. And one of the things with the Kobe character is that we really didn't get any kind of depth to what happened to Kobe in those five. I'm not saying that the character can't come back and be like this. But the last time we saw her, she was going towards a more saintly kind of path, you Absolutely. know? And, like, there's no explanation of what happened to Kobe in these five years that made her She's turn this way. She's a maniac, bitch. You know? Well, sort, I mean, of. Sort, of there, sort of there has been, because no, I, as a, if, you caught, if you were caught up, you would know. Thank you, Shadow. Thank you, Shadow. <laughs> that, um, towards the, the last couple of episodes, she goes into a whole bunch of stuff about 
being abandoned by her parents. Like, there's yeah. an episode where Adam, he shows up, rips JR a new one, and then leaves and never says a word to Colby. And so she doesn't have a father, her mother's taken off, you know. I know, I know. Crap. Let him finish, let him finish. And so that's where she supposedly just snapped and it's every person for herself and um you know she's she's seeking comfort and support sexually from people to fill the void of her created by her parents and blah 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 i mean all that makes sense but but it's all it's kind of like what jordan says though in terms of uh, and what i was trying to get to but not very well a while ago about pacing and transition they started off on that one schedule where they were releasing every day and then they cut them way back, and then they got selective, and then I think, and so you got like big poor Kobe show up, and then all of a sudden, in one day, just all of a sudden, she's friends with Cassandra, and she was very sweet and relatable. Yeah, and then, but you know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't, I disagree. I don't think it has anything to do with being caught up. You need to see signs of that from the get go. When Kobe was introduced, it was very one note, and that goes part of it to the writing, part of it to the acting too. As an actor. You gotta like. It's one of the reasons that Jacob Young is not as. I do think that Jacob Young is a talented actor, but he's very limited in what he does. Former J.R. Chat. Um, and 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 so I blame part of it on the new Kobe. I blame part of it on the writing. I I I think that you have even if that is your subtext and your subs are like if that's where you're going, you need to show some of that. From the get-go, you need to have those beats and moments. Otherwise, the character comes across what no. This is so And this is why you hated her when she came on. They have 40 episodes in which to tell this story. They're not going to tell it. Kendall came out in episode one, and she didn't have that. You know, I disagree with you. You need to really see the first two years of of Ryan's Hope. Ryan's Hope was Ryan's Hope was a Ryan's Hope was a half-hour storyline. Half-hour soaps have always existed. All soaps started as half-hour, mostly in the beginning. So you can do a half-hour show, have it very well-written, without it being fast-paced and losing characterization. I disagree with that. This is this is poor writing. You didn't you didn't watch the rest of the episodes. You didn't see it unfold. That's all I'm saying. And I'm saying that you need to have it at the beginning. You need to have it at the beginning. You just told me yourself. You just admitted that you didn't like Kobe when she first came out. That you had issues and problems. I didn't. That's right. And the story has unfolded, and she's really fleshed out. I know, but what I'm saying is, you wouldn't have hated her so much if they if they would have started with some doubt. Probably hating her so much at the beginning and and discovering some. I wish I wish that I I wish that I could play back the conversations. That we had about but I'm her not, and I'm Kobe. agreeing with you. Of course, I hated her at the beginning. She was a really I see, I, 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 I didn't hate her. I actually, I actually found a lot of what she was doing interesting. I found the character a breath of fresh air to what the other girls on the show were doing. I, I know the character. You mean history. you don't like Cecilia? No, I like Cecilia. I don't like Heather. I found her to be refreshing. I also understood the character's history. I understood that she's Liza's daughter. Um, so I, I, I bought it. What I'm saying is that the writers could have done a better job of giving Kobe at the very beginning a little bit more substance. That's all I'm saying, rather than the one note. Going back to what I was saying about Jacob Young, one of the reasons that I dis... I, I, I think, for me, his... What is JR? Is a lot better than when he was lucky on General Hospital. Are you General that far Hospital. behind? I thought his lucky was awful on General Hospital. You know? Hey, you want some good news? What? Yes. Jennifer Bassey's talking to AMC. Shut up. She's been talking to him. Yeah, she's been talking to him. She's been tweeting about it, too. Wait, yeah, wait. but you know what? It's going to work out. You know what? She was supposed to be back. Is Stuart dead? I don't remember. No, Stuart's not dead. She was supposed to be back the first time around. How did she come when, back without Stuart? When Prospect Park um, 
was was first coming back with all my children, she was tweeting, and I I thought that Marianne and Stuart were going to be on the show, and then I was surprised to see that they weren't. Because she was so I, I think I, that has more to do. He him. He that has more to do. I think one with him. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, and now breaks... I think they're. And then she got really dizzy. She got uh, what? She was on Grey's. Um, she was, was she? in some Broadway thing. Holy she's all over cow. the place. Yeah. That Shut up. Dizzy. Are you googling while we're podcasting? No. <laughs> not. Nope. But it's true. You can feel, you can feel free. We don't have internet access in the ghetto. Oh, you don't? <laughs> no. Well, I'm I thought you were going to slap you know, me for saying ghetto. No, why? All right, <laughs> Well, we have it here, so. All so, right. I just, you know, y'all were talking about um, Amanda, I mean, uh, Miranda and AJ. Yes. Don't you think that, uh, that. here's the thing, <laughs> talk about consistency and things like that. Like, all season long, Dixie did nothing. Didn't know how to call Tad, which is, like, amazing to me. I mean, like, Ashley, do you ever know, not know how to call Carlos? No. Um, that's ridiculous. Ridic. You know, ridic. But at the end, in the last season, Jesse picks up the phone and rings him up. Yep. Yep. We, you know, and then stuff like that. And then, like, the, and then Miranda, she doesn't know how to call Bianca. I know. Bianca that's ridiculous. On the fly. You know? She's at that I, age. Dang. Don't you think, Shadow, she's at that age where... Even if you're fighting with your mother tooth and nail, you're talking to her every day. And every time you have a little problem, you're calling and be like, mommy, mommy. You know what I mean? Like, that's the age that she's yeah. at. So this doesn't make any sense to me, this this whole disconnect from, from the saintly Bianca. It's so stupid. Can you imagine Erica going, where the hell are you? What do you mean you can't tell me where you are that's or something? She needs to, they need to go for broke, I think, in season two. Scrap some of the stuff. Miranda needs to be a cane, not a victim. She needs to be... Yes! She needs to just say, what the hell? I've been good my whole life. Now I've been abandoned by everybody and living with Zach, who I'm not even related to. Uh, um, as far as she you knows. Know? No, no, and she's related to her. She doesn't know that she is. Does she? Right. Who does she think? And how does she not know that, that Michael Cambius is her father? How does she not know this? Huh? Because I don't think it was public yeah, knowledge no. the way you guys think it was. I don't remember there being a big trial or it being public knowledge that Bianca was raped by... They didn't take him to trial. He was killed. They, I don't yeah. think that everything was public knowledge. But you could Google him. I was going to say, you I mean, could Google him. Yeah, but I don't, what I'm saying is I don't think it was public knowledge that Bianca was raped by him and that he impregnated her. That If I, I, if I remember correctly, I don't think there was that... Because he was killed shortly after. And there was the murder trial who but killed he- him. But yeah. I don't think I don't think everything uh, else was out there like big time. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it was 15 years ago. Theoretically, there would be no online content back then. I don't know. Nah. They sort of dropped that one. Yeah. I Just think we're good. I think we're good. Did you see I think that? I think it's more powerful to let this play out and then eventually come out the way it came out for Phil when he found out in the original All My Children that Nick was his father and not Mr. Brent. Did you see? Did you see Zach kissing and Leah? Like, Who's that? Did you see Zach kissing Leah? Yeah. He looked like he was kissing the exhaust pipe of my jalopy. <laughs> I swear, he looked like he was gonna vomit. He turned green, Isn't and it? It, he was like biting her. He was so pissed off to have to kiss that mug. It, you know, it had promise for a while. It, it's just—they just need to give her that thankless role of police chief and let it go. Yeah. Agreed. Hey, what do y'all... So, let's see. What else? Oh, what do you think about... I gotta ask y'all this. I feel so mean every time I talk about it. What do you think about Dimitri? Oh, no. 
You haven't seen it, so you're, you're very no, quiet. No, Dimitri's on. No, the episodes no, no, I've no, watched. no, 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 you haven't seen. Oh, uh, he's with Brooke now. He's trying to get No, he's trying to get with Brooke. He's trying to get her pants, and it's making me want to vomit. No, I, I know that that's why they brought him on. He's that bald to... head and blue glasses, those blue blue block of glasses that he wears, I can't take it. I mean, you know, I, look, I, I, will, say, I will say this about Michael Nader. He looks a lot better on air than he does in person. In, in person, it's very heartbreaking. You know, I mean, I, I mean, no, 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 no. In, in a serious note, for those of you who don't know, he's had a lot of personal issues over the years. I don't know how how all of you are caught up, and I'm not going to go into, you know, the things that have happened to him. But it's it's very sad, um, you know. And uh, but I will say this: he looks much better on air than he does in person. I'm like, wow. Um, you I mean, know, I really think they should have just let him go with his style, wrapped his head in a do rag, yeah. and made it just kind of like an eccentric wealthy person with the Harley Davidson that kind of does his funny. thing, does it by convention. But these awful gray suits that they put him in, you oh. know, just not doing him any favor. Oh, but the wardrobe, the wardrobe, those, those men's warehouse The wardrobe department on both shows are awful. I mean, they, I know they're probably working with a, with limited funds, but my God, those clothes are ugly. On both shows, I see some yeah. outfits. I'm like, Jesus, I could have done better going down to the Dominican store down the block and getting some clothes. It's really bad. <laughs> Cecilia and Pete are driving me a little nuts, I have to say. With her flashbacks. Got, and those, go ahead, go ahead. You know, I don't, we're supposed to get answers about what was going on with those storylines. We don't know anything. All she, the, last, the last I remember seeing about them was that bloody doll. She apparently hated her doll. Wait a minute. All so she wait, does wait, is hyperventilate. Wait, let me ask you. Yes, you guys, she wait, this you guys... is her acting. Her acting. This is Cecilia. <laughs> she has a vision. <laughs> wait, let me ask you. Let me ask you something. You finished season one, right? Yes. They still haven't, yeah. they still haven't explained Cecilia's storyline? No. Been Are you serious? She's not, I don't even know if she's in the, end, in the last episode. Oh, yeah. you know what? Yes. You know what she that has is? sex with Pete, you know, who effed... Colby, who she knows, doesn't she know that he F Colby? Let, she let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. What a freaking doormat. So that we might never find out because this was the original writer's storyline, not these doormat. new writers. So right. they, they're not they're right. not ending it. Let me tell you something. That's the one storyline that it's taking forever to get to. Every other storyline they're zooming through and rushing, and the one storyline that they need to speed up is that storyline. Because they don't know. They got no yeah, freaking well. clue. They got that's, no clue. If that's the reason why you're trying to finish, don't bother because you don't learn anything. But she, <laughs> Not she, a, nothing. But she does know, the Cecilia does know that Pete slept with Colby, right, Shadow? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would uh, be yeah, kicking she, that man yeah. to the curb. Yeah. I'd be yeah. pissed. I'd be really pissed. They were just starting today when he asked Colby. I mean, I know they had broken up and had a rough patch, but come on now. That's messed up. Look. When he slept with Kobe, they were not together. They have broken up. I know. And he's For a young a, guy, a and this was a woman that he used to want, and now she wanted him. He was having some fun. Bullshit. Cecilia has no reason to be mad at him or to even hold it That's against bullshit. him. Please. They no ring on his finger. She's supposed to be a virgin. They, if, 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 if she liked it, she should have put a ring on his finger. There. Ay, ay, ay. It goes both ways. She has, no, she has no reason to be mad at him because he banged Kobe. Ay, ay, Though ay, I will ay. say this. That was the most awkward love scene I think I have ever seen in gross. my life. It wasn't as gross. It wasn't as gross. The way, the way all of you made it seem, I was expecting a lot worse because I was reading so much on the internet about it. And when I saw it, I'm like, oh my God, it's not that bad. I will say this. 
I would never want to have sex with Petey. If that's the way he's like in real life when he's having sex, I would start laughing. He was Those boring. Those were the worst facial expressions I ever saw in my life. I was like, what is up with you? Snoozerama. All, then, he, did, all he did was lay there. And I was putting, he didn't do that for her. I was putting, what? Wait, what I was, wait, 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 wait. I was I putting all the blame on him. But now, after seeing Kobe with David, I got to put a little bit of blame on Kobe, too. She is a fast kisser. She kisses oh like she's going to, like, like, like if she's, like, been on a des- desert island with no water, and now she's, like, got fresh, clean water, and she's drinking it to save her life. What were you going to say, She kisses so violently and quickly. It's just, like, that's not hot. What? Uh, what was the last time you kissed a woman? Huh? When was the last time you kissed her? You know, I'll say this, though. She's she hot and she's it. distinctive looking. Oh, you're being all nice. What, what? She's distinctive looking. I think she's hot a, and a, she's distinctive. No, I, I, think, I think she's gorgeous. That's why I put she's all the blame on Pedia. I put, put the, all the blame on Pedia first. Because I'm like, dude, and how think, can you be so boring when she's, like, so hot? They're jumping on you. Ooh, no. Well, that's true. And no matter what anybody says about the blowjob scene... It got them a ton of attention when it was really getting boring, and I think it perked their ratings back up. Whereas, and it was interesting because you know there were a few blowjobs on on One Life to Live. You remember oh yeah, I remember. You're right about that. Shelter? Yeah. But as shocking as all my children was to see that sort of blatant sexuality, which we don't usually see on our daytime soaps. Um, that, you know, stuff like that just came off really seedy and, and gross. It wasn't, but, but Shadow, seriously, I didn't think it was really, it was a little bit too long, and it was a little bit awkward, and having, like, just... Oh, I don't think it was great. I don't think it was great. I, if it but was it great... Did, I think, accomplish some media attention at a time when it could have used it. You know what I mean? I'm going to say... And I don't think that they ever really got a moment like that on One Life to Live. I don't think there was ever anything that blew up in the media that made everybody tune in. And well, just well person, things, just things blew up on One Life to Live. They just didn't blow up in the way they wanted it to. <laughs> well, that's probably true, yeah. <laughs> right, it so blew we... up in their face. That's what it did on One Life to Live. Do we want to talk? Oh, have you all talked? You know what's been better? I'll tell you what's been better. And that's, this is another thing that gets me so mad that you haven't watched. Don't you think Shadow Jesse has been better? That real truthful rage has been coming out because the storylines have been simpler and not so dumbass. He's lost his job as chief of police, and that's relatable. And he had a fight with David and this and this, jun- oh, this junkie on the street, right? That, that guy on the street, that junkie on the street, he had a fight with him. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's Jesse. That's Jesse. Like that. Well, rage when they, when they, you know, what was really great, what was rewarding, and I really kind of think this is Ginger Smith writing this. I mean, I know that's not her job, but um, but she did kind of review and repin quite a bit of stuff. But that conversation or that argument, there were two of them actually between David and Jesse, where they argued about all the horrible stuff each person's done. You know, and that was so fantastic. It was fun to watch. It was a great. Um, it was a great historical kind of retread or whatever and you know a lot of exposition is bad but that in that context the way they did it was fantastic much better than the sex crime thing so mm-hmm. once they got unmired from all that stuff and they just started yes. having characters relate to each other absolutely yeah, it was absolutely, terrific. absolutely i don't know and that's what got better about one life to live at the end you know i think i think so too people I think reacting so too. to Clint. I think so too. Yeah. I thought, and that's the thing. Like, I, I think I spoke with you. I don't remember who, who I spoke with. Was it, was it you, Jordan? It wasn't you? We talked about. Did I text you about the? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we yeah. texted back and forth um, about how amazing and how like we got that Clint, and now he's pissed. He's pissed at Vicky. 
Like she has, she has yep. given the hook, and he's he's the actor. Jerry Verdorn has has literally rattled Erica Slezak up visibly. She's so freaking. I, what I don't love about Vicky or about Erica Slezak is that she always knows what she's gonna do next as an actress. She's always it's always like she's planned every move and every arm raise and every eyebrow raise. It's all freaking planned. So when Jerry Verdorn as Clint came at her with damn it woman you know you're gonna be with me woman you're my woman <laughs> she was rattled and i freaking loved it i thought it was fantastic i thought he was fantastic and he's gone back and forth between you know falling on his knees for her and getting angry and pissed and now he's back to pissed and he's just been for me fantastic i, I really enjoy I, I think david actually the character as he's been written has been finding his voice and i've really laughed out loud at some of the reality tv moments with this new producer i think that's been great you know dorian acting for the reality show and doing takes i showed it to jordan when he came in the car it was so funny to me i think you know taya and taya and i think what you're talking about being a Meyer. You know, I know that's a big SAT word. I hope I use it correctly. Uh, about being admired from Taya and 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 Blair being admired from Todd and Victor. Now they can go back to that buddy thing, that BFF thing again. That was funny to me. It got better when Todd and Victor left. Thank you. It? it got so much better when they left because all that stuff—it was so inexplicable bullshit. That whole, the way they massaged and, and manipulated that storyline—I still don't know what the f happened. I have no freaking clue what happened with Victor and Todd. And Todd had to disappear and kill people and this and that. I have no freaking clue what happened and I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. It's so annoying to me because it's so dumb and stupid. Everything had to happen in that storyline off camera because it was so freaking out of this world unbelievable that you couldn't possibly film it or, or No, it happened it. off camera because they couldn't get the two actors to come back and oh, do fine, it. Fine. I mean, look, my, my the problem, I plug. The thing with One Light, I have to say, the thing that One Light to Live that I... I do like the one of the few things that I do like of the 18 I, episodes that you saw. No, I saw more than 18 episodes. Um, I it's uh, hard to get past the 18th episode. I, it's Gets better. it's I do love the way they write for the older characters. I do yes. love the Bo and Nora scenes, and surprising me to no end. I'm haven't enjoyed Erica Slade's as Vicky this much in decades. Honestly, if ever. If ever. Wait, honestly, did I... Did you say you are enjoying her or not enjoying her? I am enjoying her. I mean, I literally haven't yeah. enjoyed Vicky this much since the 80s. Honestly. Like, yeah. like I've never been a big Erica Slayzak fan. I mean, I did love Vicky back in the 80s when Tina came back and, you know, Robin was Dorian and all that great stuff. But I, I really had a distaste for her in, in, in for the last, you know, since like I said, since the 80s. And I find her a lot more enjoyable on 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 this version of one light to live i found i found the character more interesting i love the scenes with her and clint i love again and i hate it because it makes it seem like i'm really knocking ron now but i've always been honest about my feelings about ron's writing is that he he writes for a modern day and i'm i'm the kind of guy that likes old school soap opera so i one of the things that that and i think that he's improved with that aspect on his writing on General Hospital than when he was on One Light to Live. But one of the, you know, moments that I loved on, on the episodes of One Light to Live that I saw was there was a scene where Clint and Vicky were discussing the whole situation with Jack and, you know, Victor and Todd. And, you know, it's one of the things that you kind of forget that Vicky, that's Vicky's nephew, you know? And on the original One Light to Live, I think 
especially when it came to Vicky, you always kind of reminded that Dorian was related to Blair's kids. But you never saw Vicky really dealing with them. And I really enjoyed that moment. I enjoyed that moment where Vicky was concerned about Jack and what the effect was having on him. And, and you know, Clint was like, oh, he's, you know, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree or whatever he said, trying to insinuate that Jack is probably just as, you know, messed up as Todd is. And I felt like, see, that's soap opera. That's family. You're dealing with your family and the different. And, and, and I thought that was a beautiful moment. And I'm like, see, mm, this is what I want more of. You know, on on both shows. So, I just wanted her to do something. I always wanted her to act um, a little bit more in a normalized fashion, and, and like Jordan is saying, um, a little more in relation to her family and less in relation to herself. She's almost a one-woman show at the end of ABC, with all of her different personalities mm-hmm. and stuff. So, I mean, I kind of like that she's brought it back down, but they did they made her stupid. You know, she can't run her business. She doesn't know how to use a computer. People are stealing her money. She doesn't know when Clint is putting money in her account or taking money out of her account. You know, you just start to think. And then at the end of the day, she only has $5 million? Yeah. See, but this is, this is, I agree with you on this aspect, and I hate to say it, but this writer really doesn't write women very well. I find the women I'm willing to let to all be very... Especially coming from the ABC thing where Ron and Frank really wrote strong female characters. I think that changed for them. This, this, well, you had a new head writer, that's yeah, why. Yeah. But, like, one of my big problems with watching One Night to Live is that, yes, it's great that all the characters that we saw on the ABC version came back, but they're, they're like, like shadows of them. No offense, shadow. But they're like shadows of themselves. Yeah. So it's like, they're very weak. It's, the women are very, very weak. They're very depressing. Well, they're Dorian very, did- I mean, Dorian didn't come to life until the last three weeks. And yeah. then all of a sudden, she had lines that were amazing. Awesome. I mean, awesome. I mean, as much as I love the actress who plays Danny, and I think she could make anything, just like, like Taya, Florencia, they could make any garbage work. Cassie, too. But, like, the thing is, is, like, where is that character Danny going? She was so vibrant and, in, and enjoyable on the ABC run. And while, yes, this is interesting as an actress to play, it's like, what does it all mean? Like I, I know, and I'm not, I know, I'm not far away. But the stuff that I'm seeing for the younger kids, I find it really is awful. And I know that now the stuff that I saw, she's introduced to this that guy from Azeroth. Uh, I just want to forget. That. Oh my God, that's so. He is so. Look. He was never my type to begin with when he was on As Little Turns 20 years ago when he was supposedly younger and hotter. But now he's like gross looking. Gross. I'm like, ah, he's with my hot little daddy? No. He's less hot than, than Dimitri. Oh, God, yes. I, I, at least, at least, wait, no, at least Dimitri has some kind of je ne sais quoi. At least Dimitri he has, has them blue block of glasses. I mean, this guy is like, I was like, they can't be going there. And I was telling, you know, and it was funny, me and Erica, when we were out hanging out, we were t- we, we, we were at one bar, we were talking all Erica about the Peace. soaps. We were talking all about the soaps. And I told you, I brought up one of my points that I, I one of the reasons that I have an issue with Matthew, like, I like the kid is that, that he's plays. Is that stupid? No. I he's like, an idiot? No. I like the, sorry. I like the guy who plays Matthew. I think he's a decent actor. The problem is he's not really playing Matthew. Matthew, I, think he is. I I don't. I, I think, think he's. He is. I, think I think he's, he's a too, dick. I think he's too cocky, mm. and Matthew he reminds me too much of Rex. He, no, the Rex actor, no, Rex the actor. No, 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 no,
acts like Rex. It was bothering me when I first saw him. I'm like, why does he seem familiar to me? I've never seen him in anything before. And he does the eyebrow raising the way oh, Rex funny. does. It's like he his mannerisms and the way he does it is Rex. And his character comes across Ma- Matthew, the way they're writing Matthew is Matthew. Being insecure, needing to get online to get a girlfriend. That would have worked if Eddie Alderson was playing it because oh, he's please. more of a, a of a every man where this guy is too buff to everything. And you know, and I'm watching these scenes where Danny's like drooling over him while she's trying to burn toast and stuff. And I'm like, this makes no sense because Danny would never felt that way about him. You know, she dumped him very early on she never they never really got together because she never felt that Matthew is only as a friend right. so again there's a lot of things that I'm finding very hard with these new actors I mean Destiny I just can't take her no we can't talk about it because doesn't, she doesn't even exist I can't even deal with Destiny I, I, I saw a scene with her and Sean and I'm like what must have been going through the head of the actor playing Sean he comes back for this uh, <laughs> he only came back for like one episode right Shadow I know and that I'm kind of disgusted yeah. by that too. I mean, you got these people. It's one of the things that I do. I will criticize all my as much as I'm enjoying all my children. I mean, like God, you got Julia Barr. The storyline should somehow be a revolving around her, not them. You know what I mean? Like but her it revolving. Is. No, but not it is. really. Because now I, it's become about Brooke. It's become about Adam. I'm um, sorry, Jr. and 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 what's the face? I mean, Colby I just, I just Brooke. I would, and I, I like it. I, I so would I so would make her like the center of the show, and I would have made Cecilia <laughs> related to her somehow too. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, and I know with David Canary, it's probably a health issue. You mean issue. she forgot she birthed it, her? It breaks my heart. I hope that 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 it's not a, a serious health issue. But like you have David Canary signed on. He can't come back. He can't, you guys obviously told me that he comes <laughs> back for like one episode. But like I mean, he's on. He's in the opening credits. It's like he's he's barely been on. When they talk about, he texts, he texts a lot. Adam texts a lot. And it breaks my heart because it's like, you got, you got this guy, like, have him on. He's awesome. Adam is a good texter. He was in the opening credits to try to draw, they were pulling people together, trying to put faces in front of people. I mean, honestly, like. But it's time to actually, it's time to say goodbye. Let me ask you this. Was his name ever come back? Did Griff ever come back at all? Oh my god, I forgot about Griffin. Look at that, that's horrible. I mean, I would have rather seen Griff on air than to see that freaking Jane. The trembly voice wonder. I'd rather have Griff. I'd rather have Griff than Jane. I'd rather have Griff than what's her name? Jane is never on. She's on What's Tyra Banks' daughter's name? Oh, uh six head uh Cassandra. Cassandra. Oh my god, Cassandra is awful oh my gosh she's horrendous yeah but if you want to see the more episodes she's freaking uh what's her name uh, uh Meryl Streep seriously she, <laughs> I think she really thinks I think she thinks she's that good she's like she's like yeah well and, she didn't have anything to do but cry I heard that she was exhausting like, yeah you know I mean she never did anything but whimper and cry oh my god I just saw this yeah. horrible scene where she was like Bobby. she's like I knew it was gonna be okay daddy When and that's the other thing when did he become daddy? He never raised her. She has a father. Jacob raised her all those years. She met Jesse when she came to town. You know what you should do? Oliver. You should write a letter. You should write a letter, Jordan. <laughs> Sorry. Cassandra is like screaming mommy and daddy and Oliver's laying in bed, totally on top of everything, not calling uh, Kara mom. Yeah. Hey, did y'all notice that all of a sudden Kara isn't Kara, she's Kara. Is she? Have you noticed that? I don't think I noticed yeah, that. Yeah, all of a sudden, if you go back, everybody's just calling her Kara. 
Her real name yep. is Consuela. All, yeah, it's like she's, she's English. She's Latin. Her name is Consuela. <laughs> you know what I love, ass. though? I love that her mother is from Long Island. She's Carmen from Long Island. If you then why that, do they live in Puerto Rico? That accent is like... But why do they live in Puerto Rico? Carrie, you can't do that, Carrie. I can't do it. I'm trying to do Long Island. Carrie, you can't do that. You can't do that to all of them. They but they doesn't even have cannot that. do that to all but of them. But doesn't her mother live in Puerto Rico? I don't know, but she sounds like she's from Long Island. <laughs> I she's she's like the Long Island, Island media. She is really like just like the she's Long the Island. She's the Long Island media. Oh, meanwhile, did you like that Long Island? Did you see she was on Kelly's show and Kelly Ripper dressed <laughs> like her? No. Kelly Ripper dressed. Awesome. Kelly Ripper dressed like her. They did a skit. That. They did a skit where Kelly Ripper was dressed like the Long Island medium. Oh my god! And she was going in the bathroom, and the real Long Island medium came out of the store, That's and funny. they had a confrontation. It was really funny. It did was she really meet funny. anybody? The Long Island medium? Huh? Did the Long Island medium read anybody or no? I, I can't watch the whole show. I have to I go to work. Die. It was a skit that I saw. I real got quick. nine minutes, people. What do we want to talk about to wrap this shit up? Hello? Mm. Crickets. Crickets in this. In I this have a lot to talk about. You don't want to talk about what I want to talk about. What do you want to talk about? Because if you want to talk about GH, I don't want to talk about GH. You want to talk about GH, don't you? Jesus! Oh my God. <laughs> Shadow, are you watching GH? I I have been. I'm gonna put Shadow on the mid. You know, like every other episode. I'm gonna put Shadow. I tell the you what, I'm really glad they killed Connie. <laughs> did they really kill her? She's yeah, dead. They oh, did. She's gone. They had. They, 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 yeah. I think. Dead. I think. I think she was a casualty of of the the one right to live characters being written off. Ooh, interesting. I, I'm going to say something controversial for a lot of fans. And, of course, I don't have any history with GH, so for me to say this is no big deal, but I'm sure people are going to die. Laura, I think it is absolutely painful to watch Luke, Laura, and what's uh, who's the one they brought back? The British girl, Sam, me, whatever her name yeah, is. Yeah, she looks like she got hit by a they, truck. Oh, my yeah. God. Those people, they can't move quickly. They creak when they move. <laughs> So, I, I feel like I'm being so stabbed funny. in the eye when I they come I on. I think I saw it on my high-definition television. <laughs> I think I saw a pair of dentures <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> Let me just say something. Let me just say something. You both are crazy and idiots. You watch All My Children, where the older people can barely move on the set, and you're gonna criticize General Hospital. Listen, there was one moment. Like he needs to sound like Dr. Joe and Billy Clyde are are like fist fighting and doing like Tai Chi and everything. I know you're gonna agree with me, Shadow. The one redeeming couple that I literally cried. I saw one episode in the past five weeks and I cried my eyes out. It was a scene between Tracy and Luke where he said, I'll always love you. I'll always love you, but not oh, yeah. pretty much not the way you love me. It's never gonna be that, but you will always be my love. And I just, it was just between two phenomenal actors and there was just this unspoken understanding between these two people that was miraculous and beautiful. Did you see that moment? Uh, yeah. I did. And and I was thinking, Tracy, take that shit and run, yes. you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no uh, she, but she's great with everybody, right? She she's heartbreaking, she's, she's but she has that vulnerability. You she's did, heartbreaking. You didn't see her best scene, so I don't want to even hear from you. She I had, see. You she, feel like I feel because no, I commented on you, and you never watched it, and you had, commented on all that stuff. Like, living, you she, don't watch you it. You know, because you're saying you're a fan, but you, you you missed her best scene. She had an incredible scene a few months back with Luke, where he almost came to her like like I I think almost like for a booty call or something, and she put him in his place, and she was so incredible. Like like I love just her. that performance alone, she deserves an Emmy just I for love that performance her. I alone. Adore her. It was one of the most 
heart-wrenching real moments I ever saw and she put him in his place and she said I deserve better uh, and it was, a, it was I, I wish YouTube I got send me. I, I'll, YouTube, I'll find it and hunt for it and YouTube it and it'll stay in the emails <laughs> like all the other things do you know how many things I gave her and sent her that she's and supposed to see, to see the- and then she's gonna criticize me because I don't want to be in the hot room on the computer watching shit. You do shit. a freaking podcast. I call you to do a podcast. I and cannot you can't find it watch on the computer. It hurts. I give you the password and everything, and you still don't watch. What password? Hey Jordan, will you talk about? Um, what? You got will you six talk minutes. About six minutes. <laughs> General Hospital. Oh, for those, he has a question. What? What shadow? I want Jordan to talk about Spinelli. Yes. Everybody is. So, I mean, that's the one that's really kind of driving story right now. Everybody's so opinionated about I, what you think. I, I mean, it's kind of bizarre. He's off contract, which I find interesting. No. He, it, supposedly it was his decision. Oh, yeah, he right. wanted to be off contract. I, I think that obviously Ron has a big heart on for him and Maxie. I think that he's giving the two of them some of the best material for me as far as they've ever had. And I think the two of them have been phenomenal with their performances. I mean, I was... But see, this is this is what I'm talking about when you write soaps the old school way. When you let a storyline play out and then you have the payoff. This is what I'm talking about. This whole baby storyline may have started as, oh, predictable, oh, dumb before, whatever. But the way that it's played out and the fact that we're getting the the the, ram- the you know the the payoff right now, I think it's heart wrenching. Is brilliant. I mean, the fact that she kept the the truth hidden for a lot of complicated reasons. But one of the things was she wanted to give Dante and Lulu their child. She didn't want to disappoint them. Do they them. know yet? No, they don't know yet. But Spinelli just found out, and he has been blowing them away. Well, at first it seemed like he was gonna like tell them, but then. When it came down to it, and they were in the room with the two of them. He real. How do you tell somebody that? How do you she tell? She wants a baby now, right? Well, yeah, because because just like everybody was freaking telling her and warning her, it's just like you can't carry your damn baby and then just give it away. Mm-hmm. It's hard you know, enough. It's, it's hard enough when somebody's just a surrogate. Imagine when it's your own damn child. No, I can't. I Imagine when it's your own damn child. I'm in 16 months and she's amazing. Think about that. You about just it. you just became a mother in the last again, few years. Again. Think about it. Yeah. How how would you feel if you all of a sudden? And it, I'm sorry, it's heart wrenching stuff. It's one of I think it's some of the best stuff that Ron ever has written. To be honest with you, I think because it's I, it's not fast paced, it's not action oriented, it's just real drama. I'm dying. I am dying over Ellie. I feel so bad for oh her. Oh my god, was she not heart wrenching? Oh my God, Ellie oh, was all. I love her. I think she. I. They, I hope they do not like let her. Because how do at this point how can Spinelli forgive her? Honestly, how how do you forgive? Uh, she, she hit the truth, oh. and she was the one who told her well, eventually. But what he told her was like he says, "Yeah, you're telling me now, but how long have you known?" Can I ask you a question off the topic a little bit? I just why hope they don't is, write her off. That's is, my thing. Why is um? Uh, what's her Get her involved with Milo or somebody. Uh, what's her name? Um, uh, why is Robin not coming back? She is to the coming show? back. They just announced it. She's coming back. What was her problem all back. this time? She quit. She is coming back. She's coming back yeah, now. What was the problem now. all this time? Because I saw mean? her tweets of like, I miss my JH family. No, no, no. Why no, the but, hell did you come she, back? No, she always, she always leaves and comes back. This is not the first time that she's left. As, uh, it's, it's a. What was first, the reason well, this time? Well, the last time she left, she left before Ron and Frank were coming on. I think she was kind of fed up with the material that that um, Guza was writing for her 
And she was supposedly ready to give up acting and go into directing. And that's what... This was all done before okay. Ron and Frank came on. And then Ron and Frank came on. All of a sudden, the writing's different. It's more interesting. It's fun. And I think it's a, it's been a matter of timing. I'm almost sure she's wanted to come back earlier. But again, Frank and Ron know what they're doing. They have a game plan. They never they never killed the character but she off. she came back for those few scenes I know, where she was alive. Let, and then let, let, me finish, let me finish what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about the payoff. If you brought her back immediately, it wouldn't mean so much as it's going to mean now. No, now, it's got to be contract. No. Shadow, it's got to be contractual. Well, you know, contract. I, I don't know if it's... I really have no idea if this is true or not, but the rumor is, or one of the rumors circulating, again, I have no verification of it, is that she's coming back uh, as a means to usher him off the show. What's... Patrick or whatever. That could be a possibility. Oh. He could be... It, 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 that That's happened before. That's happened before where, so. where a character will come back to take their partner off the show. I mean, because the thing is, it's going to mean more with, hit, with her coming back now. Now that Patrick is so in love with Sabrina that he's moved I on. I never bought that, that shit. I never bought it. That's because you don't watch it. They're, she's they're not amazing. of his stature. She's oh. not as good an actress. She's not oh, you're enough. insane. You're she's insane. She's not pretty woman. enough. No you way. are insane. I'm not. I'm not. You are insane. She doesn't rock my world. And and, and Robin is Robin is pretty enough. No, she is royalty. <laughs> she is soap opera royalty. Please. doesn't have the stature. Please, you're insane. He's so pissed off at me, Jordan Hutchins, this whole time. He's so mad at me for everything. For what? I don't know. You're just mean. I'm not mean. <laughs> <laughs> she, mean. You know what your problem is? You're too sensitive. I I am positive. It's Little Blanket Jackson. Oh, stop. <laughs> this is, this is Little Boy on a, on a Hot Wheel. And he has the most wheel. massive hair. I, I love his hair. I've never seen a Hot Wheel like that. You know what he looks like? He looks like a lighter version of that of that dead queen that I used to hang out with. I can't mention it by name because he says he's going to sue me. That dead queen, his kid looks like that. Listen, I forgot. I, but wait, Shadow, I'm glad you love Ellie because I love Ellie too, and I'm going to be so mad if she's a casualty. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, they got to keep yeah. her. She's too good. I love me. I have from negative Ellie. two minutes. I'm supposed to be done by now. I got a babysitter to relieve. Uh, all right. Okay. Uh, Do we have anything else we want to cover before we go, people? Nope. I, think, I, guess I, not. I feel like I had other stuff to cover. There's always a lot to talk about, but you always have to run. I know. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I'll, I'll just say this. Jesse! You're missing Angela! out if you've not been watching the haves and the have-nots. I never thought I liked the Tyler Perry thing, but I do. I love this show. Because he likes Tika. Oh, no, it's not Tika. Everybody has won me over, girl. Slowly, as the episodes went on, everybody won me over. I was living, you know, I was living for Miss Veronica this Friday. She looked at Tika. She said, darling, don't you know you don't get ahead by giving it? And Tika looked at him and goes, you think? <laughs> Oh, wow. There was some good like, You know that the show, season Shadow? finale for that. You watch the season finale for that got two point six million. It's the highest rated coach. It was the girl. It is campy classic soap opera. The dialogue is off the hook. When these women go at it, they don't do that anymore. Yeah, but you like Devious Maze, and that has thrown me for a loop. And you're insane, too. Devious Maze is fabulous. You're crazy. I love that show. Susan Lucci. Susan Lucci. Let me tell you something. Susan Lucci is... I love her. I agree with you. This is the kind of material that Susan Lucci should have been getting on all my children. Shadow, tell me this, because I don't know if I can trust Jordan. It started out pretty bad. They made eight jokes. Did you see that, Jordan? What? 
They made they making fun of her age on Devious Maid. I know. Something she would never have allowed it on my children. But here's my question. Ooh. Shadow, because I don't trust you on a Hudson no more. Did the first <laughs> episode just almost have you not tuning in? Because I was so, like... My my man never and I judge watched the first episode, first and we were episode. like, oh, you never this judge is the worst show. piece of shit we've ever seen. You never judge a so, show by a first episode. But I'm asking episode. Shadow, wasn't that first episode a piece of shit? It wasn't a piece of shit. It definitely Shadow, got better. Man, Shadow, Shadow, there, were, there were enough things that interested me that made me go back. There you go. I didn't think it was terrible. And it got... And, it, and, it and, and the thing that I love about it is that all the characters are fascinating to me. I love that, that one woman that is married to the guy, the sex pervert. That, that she lost the her kid. Lady, yeah. How fabulous is she? She's insane. She's amazing. I love her. Yeah. I love her. I, mean, I love. You, it's like anything else. You have to suspend the. You have to dis- suspend, suspend the belief, belief and just right, go with it. And, and I think I think it's. I, and I, the thing that I really love is that I think that Judy Reyes and Susan Lucci have so much chemistry. I think they can give them their own spinoff, and I'd watch it. I think the two of them are so funny together. Judy Reyes plays Susan Lucci's <laughs> maid. Their relationship is so interesting and complex. And I'm sorry, Susan Lucci steals every episode. She is Absolutely. phenomenal on this she show. She is phenomenal. She I is amazing. She deserves this. She's her character Genevieve is so alive, so brilliant. There's so much that could be done with that character. All the storylines they keep giving her are amazing. I, I live for watching Susan on the show. I live I for Breaking Bad. That's the only other show I watch besides these two pieces of shit and that uh, Extreme Makeover Fat Edition. That's the only three shows I watch. I'm dying to watch. I keep trying to watch Breaking Bad, and I can't get away from the kids long enough to watch it. Are you caught up with the seasons, though, Shadow? You cannot watch Shh. before you watch. I'm still on season one. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I have good. everything on DVD. I gotta, I gotta I'm nauseous over this show. Every week I have to be in front of the TV at 9 p.m. or else I get the trembles. They're gonna leave your kids on the highway. All right, fine. I gotta, you gotta go. All right, fine. Listen, we cannot believe the amazing luck we've had to have Shadow on our show today. Shadow, thank you, thank you, thank you for your astute observations and legal analysis. And, well, and, very happy and to be I'm here. sure that your your. Uh, people on your route are going to be much happier. They're going to finally get their meal after They're waiting They're going to get their mail. Mr. Jones has been waiting for, Ooh, for an hello. hour and a half to get his to get his CS catalog. Hello, Daddy. All right. <laughs> he was hot. He was. Shut up. So and we're wrapping up the show, Mr. You got time for that. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We would also like to tell you to go to Daytime Confidential. Those people got the they got the scoopy scoop. Even if Jillian keeps catfishing me. Yes, you keep catfishing my man, Jillian. That's not nice. Even though we love you, you keep catfishing him. All right, so then you got that. You got WeLoveSoaps.net. You got our friend Superposter AMC. He is still keeping it real on Facebook. Am I not correct? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Much more than me. So who else do I need to thank and, and refer to? Oh, Luis, our awesome intro, courtesy of Luis. Who else? Uh, I don't know. That's it. All right, listen. I think that thank, it. thank you for joining us. I am your host, Ashley Mendoza. And I'm your co-host, Jordan Hudson. And Erica and, Pete, call me maybe. And? Shadow. And your special guest co-host, Shadow. Woo! Here is a little something just for you. I can't believe you put jalapenos on an ice cream sandwich. I put jalapenos on everything. Oh, everything, huh? Well, that could be very hot. Oh, yeah. Uh huh.
Wait, hold on. You change, it's okay. I want you. Um. Are you sure? Yeah, you don't. Oh, oh this isn't my first time. Not that I go around. I don't go around. No, it's not that. I, um, I don't know. I just. AJ, I like you. I think about you all the time, about this all the time, how hot it will be. Don't you? Yeah. <laughs> get the shirt off. <laughs> AJ, open up on the dock. Not now! But I'm gonna stand here until you let me in. What? We're just listening to music. Would you excuse us? Could you be any ruder? It's fine. No, it's not fine. We're actually on our way out, so it's not really a good time. Look, it's not gonna take long, okay? I'll be downstairs. I got nothing to say to you. Well, so what, we're never gonna talk about this? About what? You juicing or you uh, being a hypocrite? Well, actually, you're a liar, too. You want to talk about that? Look, AJ, you have every right to be angry with me. Oh, thank you for your permission. Listen, hey. Come on, we can't keep going on like this. Why not? Works for me. Because I feel like we're making really good progress. You know, I don't want to go backwards. Too late. Hey. I am still your father, okay? What is that? A threat? No, it's a fact. So if I don't want a relationship with you, what? What, you'll, you'll kidnap me? Huh? You'll cut me off? What, what, you'll, you'll, you'll shoot me? That's how this family works, right? It doesn't have to, AJ. But it does. That's who you are. And that, that's all you know. Shoot, steal, lie, kill. That's how the Chandlers do it, right? Well, I don't want to be a part of it. And I definitely don't want to be anything to do with you. This is Shadow. Thanks for joining us for another fun episode of the Pine Valley Podcast. You've heard what we had to say. Now leave your astute thoughts and commentary on our blog site or Facebook page. Stay tuned for the next random edition of the Pine Valley Podcast.